0: Hello and welcome to episode 47 of Sometimes Heroes. My name is James, and I'll be your game master. Let's introduce our players. Hi, I
1: am Mark, and I play Gees, the Shieldbearer Paladin Initiate.
2: Hi, my name is Molly, and I play Eden, the Noble Human Sorcerer. Ooh.
3: Hi, my name is Amanda, and I play Galena, the Bardic Dwarf.
2: Hello,
4: my
5: name is Eric, and I play Sten, the Half Orc Barbarian.
6: My name is Winter, and I play the Elf Druid
4: Sariel. My name is Alex and I play Dupe the Dwarven Tank.
0: Last time on Sometimes Heroes, you guys wrapped up all your outstanding business in Hamel's Crossroads, left the city, and your favorite NPC, Connor. He's my boy behind to continue your quest to stop this encroaching war between the Vlovale and Oblick. As you are marching north, you see telltale signs, and by telltale I mean painfully obvious signs, that there is strife in the country. There are tall, billowing black clouds of smoke where clearly buildings have been set aflame. There are soldiers in
1: parades, Sort of like that. It's a good time. Nothing we need to get involved in. Let's just keep going.
0: There are a lot of concentrated soldiers not willing to go out in pairs or any group. Less than six, it seems. And as you are about a day's march from Hamel's Crossroad, you have run across a dwarf with an arrow in
1: his back. Well, I believe last time we had asked if he was hostile or... Well, you know, actually, let's just let Glenna start because she seemed to know him from uh, no doubt stories she has heard
3: i know of him know of the booty Get back dwarf got back
1: so was this guy a friend of yours would it be dangerous to approach him
3: um i believe that galena's already next to him she's only heard of him vaguely she doesn't really know him she's just like oh i think i know who y- you are but she's she's helping him with that arrow let's say that when she catches sight of the butt she thinks to herself i've heard tales of that ass and She rushes over, is it true?
2: (laughs) Are we not going to talk about the arrow inside of him?
3: Yeah, she's helping him with the arrow. She said, can I help you with this arrow? I think she said something like, what's your name? Then he said, I am Dupe. And then I screamed.
4: Yes, I am Dupe. Ah!
2: (laughs) Yeah. It's almost like we know you from another
4: universe. Uh, Could you help me with this arrow? It's rather itchy.
3: Yeah, I, I got that. I, I got it. She pulls out a salve with the itchy and then like blood clotting aid and some um, antiseptic.
0: As you start to pull this arrow out of the armor, you realize that mostly it was stuck there because his meaty dwarven frame, he could not reach his arms around to grab it. But it is caught up mostly in the armor and has only scratched up the surface of his skin.
2: So, well, looks like you're okay. But uh, how how did this happen?
4: Well, I was pursuing a bounty that I found earlier, working with a group of other mercenaries, and we were tracking who we thought to be the guy that had a bounty on his head, and we got ambushed. So the rest of my compatriots have perished, and I was barely able to escape. The guy who we were looking for turned out to actually be there, and he's the one who shot me in the back with that arrow.
2: This just got really heavy. Who was the guy?
1: I Before... Galena can even ask. Guizh wants to take a look at the arrow and see if the arrowhead looks distinct. It is familiar. It looks like a uh, foxhead arrow. Guizh will then, as soon as Galena asks the question, he will say he was tracking Gray Fox.
4: You know him?
3: Oh, that's the guy. That's your guy's friend that killed that king. Yeah, he's been yes. shooting. A,
1: he's been shooting a number of people recently. Kind of <laughs> friend, sort of. It's really complicated.
2: Yeah, we. It's tough to explain, and we're not sure that he even has control of himself right now, necessarily. It's very... It's
6: complicated.
4: Well, he has a pretty hefty bounty on his head, so if you guys would like to help me, seems how the rest of my group is gone. I would so, appreciate it.
1: Yeah, what? I don't know. We're on a tight timetable. I um, think we may just have to no I'm joking.
3: First rule of improv, never say no. <laughs> well, if we help him find Gray Fox, couldn't Gray Fox lead us to, like, he's being controlled by someone.
1: Yeah.
2: What else has he done since we last saw him? What's What's the bounty for? What's he been up to?
5: Well, we saw him shoot some soldiers back in Hamels Crossing. Well, sorry, we didn't see him, but I saw an arrow Yes, in, so, in a soldier at Hamels Crossing, possibly in his ass. I don't believe it was specified. <laughs>
2: I'm just wondering if he's <laughs> killed anyone else since then. Although I guess at this point, it really doesn't make a difference.
1: What is the bounty for dupe or his crimes?
4: Uh, the bounty is 6,000 gold for killing the king.
3: Ooh.
1: Wow. That is a lot of gold. Jeez Louise. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess we'll, we'll help you out because whoever's controlling him is going to make him get in our way anyway.
3: What he's trying to say is he's not our friend anymore for 6,000 gold.
1: <laughs> well, no, what I'm saying is if we want to prevent war from happening, Whoever's controlling him is going to throw him at us in the hopes that it'll stop us.
3: Yeah, that too.
4: Uh, if you don't mind me asking, what's with the blindfold?
1: It's 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 high fashion. What's with the spiked
4: helmet?
2: Oh my goodness, just don't ask. <laughs> don't ask about the blindfold.
4: Oh, my spiky helmet's for killing stuff. <laughs> <laughs>
5: you kill things you, with your head? That's impressive.
4: Uh, if, if that's what it comes to, then yeah.
5: Every spiky bit is another bit that can be used to spike. Sin makes a note that he needs to kill something with
1: his head in his lifetime. <laughs> well, what information do you... I mean, you still want to pursue
4: him, right? Yeah. I mean, you guys are... you appear to be pretty well-equipped, most of you, anyways. So, Wait, who, who's seem not? Capable. Well, some of you are kind of unarmed, but usually if you're unarmed, as far as physical weapons, then you have some other way to defend yourself.
2: Yeah, some of us are armed with magic, okay?
3: Galena attempts to uh, twirl her cane sword and probably accidentally drops it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Gij will look to the rest of the group and say, so should we help uh, Dupe here track down Gray Fox? Yeah,
3: sure. Plus, he needs someone to take out and treat any arrows he gets stuck in him again.
2: Since it is Gray Fox, I'm inclined to say yes.
1: Sten, sorry.
3: Sure.
2: Sure,
1: why not? You sure about this, Sariel? I mean, he's—he's—he's—you know—he's half elf. you are you are full elf. I don't know. I don't know if this is like a bad elf thing.
6: Well, if he's causing trouble,
1: okay. like
3: real bad trouble.
1: All right then, little dude. I guess lead on. And
3: Sariel's all for some scolding.
1: <laughs> it makes a lot of sense that Dupe would assume you guys
0: are magically armed if you are not physically armed, because you have meandered ever so
1: casually into a war zone, basically.
2: Just another day. Oh, is that what it is? I'm I'm actually
1: kind of used to these. Yep. So I mean, if he wants to start leading us, he will, and then I'll start engaging him with a
4: few questions to, to learn a bit more. Okay. Well, just start following me, I guess.
0: Dupe stomps off the road towards the northeast, not particularly the way you were going, but not away from the way you were going either. In the distance, far off, you can see what looks like a tower atop a hill. It is one of the many structures that seems to be emitting billowing smoke.
1: Oh, looks like no one's home.
2: Perhaps we should walk toward it, maybe?
4: That is the last place that I saw a gray fox.
1: Okay. Ooh,
2: good. Let's go there as fast as possible. We're just gonna go in guns blazing.
1: Totally safe. Not a problem
5: at all. Just gonna be (laughs) some corpses with arrows in them.
2: I could
3: try to put out the fire.
2: Guys, we just beat something really powerful and evil. I'm feeling really confident right now. Yeah,
5: this
1: is nothing. I was the one crawling away from that bloody mess. Well, Connor's not here dead. anymore, so no worries. Oh okay.
2: So yeah, Giuse, you get all the credit. I'm sorry. Well I don't say I'm on the credit
1: But in any case, in any case. Um so hey, dude, what was the name of your mercenary group? The kneebreakers. Oh we know some kneebreakers, or we knew a kneebreaker. Okay, cool. Who? Well the, the fella who um gosh, he, he was he was uh what's his name? I can't remember his name. Oh
3: that fella He helped oh. us fight Yanni. Oh yeah, with a cigar.
1: Yeah, the other dwarven fella. And and he, the, the Endicott hired him to go after um, your friend with the boat. I don't remember his name. Is The brother, uh, it's escaping me. The flamboyant
4: guy.
3: Oh, uh, I want to call him Gazi.
4: Gazi, yes, Yeah, that was yeah, it.
3: Gauzy. Yeah, him, yeah, yeah, that's my friend. Yeah, okay. right, okay. Did
4: you say he had a cigar?
3: Yeah, he had a cigar. It was smelly.
4: Oh, Juke, I know that. There the you guy. Did he die? Not that I'm aware of.
3: Okay, so he wasn't with you on this mission?
4: No, he wasn't with me.
3: Okay, cool. How do you know him? Through the knee breakers?
4: Yep. <laughs> yep. So, James, if it's
1: okay, I'd like to roll insight to see if anything Dupe has told me has been a lie. Okay. Okay. Oh my goodness, I rolled a two. You
0: rolled a critical fail. Yes. He's
1: definitely lying to you. this He's leading you into a trap. Oh god. Okay. Whoa. Um I'm 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 feeling more suspicious now but I don't want to show my hand yet not like I did with the House of Stone.
0: Who could possibly have such a wound as this just barely scratching their skin?
1: Okay then. So do we approach the tower?
0: So you see almost on the horizon this tower. Mm-hmm. It's basically going to take maybe 2 to 3 hours march double time to get there. Mhm. So you've got a lot of ground to cover. Do you want to just time skip or do you uh- want to possibly Gather more information or approach from a specific angle.
4: Before we get to the tower, I would like to ask Gij a question. Sure. So, Gij, do you know anything about that sword that you are carrying with you?
1: Um it's a good sword, he says, unwittingly showing just how little he knows about it.
4: Well, it's actually a dwarvish sword.
1: Yeah, I mean I mean I know some dwarven, and Gij will pull it from the sheath. And, and show Dupe the blade, though somewhat cautiously, because he's still a little suspicious. It is a falchion,
0: but it is not super curved. It's mostly straight, and near the base on the blade are four Dwarvish runes, and gij, your grasp of the Dwarven language, is relatively strong, is it not? Yeah, it's pretty strong. When you look at it, it seems like four random words stuck together. It says, stand, victory, east,
1: shore.
4: Do you know what this means, Dupe? Um... Oh, how should I word this? Common is such a language. language. <laughs> <laughs> it it's garbage, silly humans. Well, so that is actually an oath blade that you are carrying. And if you can complete the oath, which is written on it, then you will unlock its true power. So what exactly do I have to do? Uh, according to the runes, you have to stand victorious in the east on a shore.
1: So fight someone on an east shore and win.
4: Okay. Huh. Yes, that's what it sounds like. Okay. Well, cool. I think. Thank you. No problem. So you must be a pretty stand-up guy if you have this blade, is what I'm assuming now. Yeah,
1: we did someone a pretty big favor, and this was their thanks. Ah, I see. The
0: two of you walk in silence for the next couple of minutes, and it occurs to you that this... String of words, just simply achieving a victory in the East on a shore may be more nuanced than you think, or it may be simpler than you think. Who knows? Does it mean a shore of a river? Does it mean a shore of the continent? We'll
1: never know. Right, but mechanically, how does it work for me? (laughs) (laughs) It is a plus one longsword. Okay. But there was like weird instructions on it that I didn't quite understand.
0: Oh, yes. It is a plus one longsword. It is... I forget what the exact term is, but it's basically insanely sharp. If Mm -hmm. you hit an object, not an enemy, an object, like Mm -hmm. handcuffs or a door, you automatically deal maximum damage to it. You don't need to roll. Really? Yes. Uh, If you crit on an enemy, you deal 4d6 extra damage instead of... 1d8 extra damage. Uh
1: Oh, holy crap.
0: And then you roll another attack. If you hit on that attack, you cut off one of the target's limbs. Oh, jeez. It's pretty pretty nasty. So it's just a stupidly sharp sword.
1: Okay. So attacking non enemies, I can cut through them without rolling.
0: Uh, Ideally. Some things will still be multiple attacks or some such, Mm -hmm. but like that situation you had with the music box won't happen. Oh, okay. Like. Things that you should be able to break in one strike will break.
1: Gotcha. Okay.
3: So what what are our eggs right now?
1: Good question. Eden, drop an archon on that.
3: Oh oh oh
1: oh! That was very exciting. Oh,
3: I don't know why
2: I was rolling at advantage.
1: Okay, give me a sec. I'm looking it up. Do you want her to re-roll or what? No,
0: just take the first one, whichever one it was.
2: Yeah, let's just say it was a twelve, because without advantage, it would have been twelve.
0: That is good enough to tell what it is. There are four eggs inside the sack right now yay there are also weirdly enough more feathers inside the uh fetish than there were yesterday
2: uh who's holding on to that
0: i'm pretty sure i was it was eden even though said so because she was the one who was last holding on to it
2: oh Oh, i mean yes i have it i have the fetish here and i totally can see it because i have it in my hands
1: So is she relating to it? Well, I mean, you haven't told us what the eggs are yet, so. Yeah, it takes a second to look up. Sorry. Okay. I should do this beforehand. I just keep forgetting. No problem.
0: The spell inside is Fog Cloud, which Eden should be familiar with.
2: I was about to say, I can already do that. Boo.
0: But now you have four of them for free. So you can whip up a pretty intense Fog Cloud.
2: Soup dupe intense.
1: Well, then I'm just going to go ahead and grab one because I don't have cool magic like that. Sten, do you want one? Oh, sure. Right. They're, they're there for the taking. Why not? So Careful Gish- with that. Gisha <laughs> Gish will carefully hand one over to Stan because you girls all cool magics and we're just going to be like, we'll, we'll take the throwaway spells.
3: I I don't really, I mean, I can shape water. I can play water. Girl,
1: but... You made a cloud of like ice knives that cut people. Don't you tell oh, yeah. me you can't do cool magic? Yeah, well, that was pretty I, cool. I just,
3: I just thought that had to do with me being able to throw water. I'm just getting better at that. I don't know where that comes from. Anyway, she's also pretty certain that all of the other magic she can do has something to do with her playing music It's not real magic. So she she just kind of shrugs. She can't make clouds, though.
1: So does Eden relate to us that she that there's apparently more feathers now?
2: How noticeable is this, James? Is it something that I would look at and think, oh, you know, maybe I just didn't look at it closely enough the last time? Or do I pull it out? And there's just a ridiculous difference.
0: Last time, there was one ratty feather sticking out. This time, there are four immaculate feathers. So it's oh. very noticeably different.
2: Okay, then yeah, I would definitely say something. That and is very odd. I think you guys should probably take a look at this. I don't know what it means, but it uh, this is not how it looked before.
1: So I guess we're all going to look at the crow totem. Look <laughs>
2: at it. Look What's at it! Bottom? are oh, you he... trying
1: to keep this secret from dupe in any fashion
2: no I mean how's he gonna figure out what exactly it is and what it did slash does
0: all right dupe you see them pulling out a like sloppy sack of spider web with eggs inside and then also a canvas sack with a crow's head sewn on the top
4: uh, what's that thing
2: oh we're we're in a cult and we worship this
1: ge. Like softly slaps the back of Eden's back. It's like <laughs> you're gonna scare more people. Like we scared Connor.
2: Oh right, no, no more jokes.
1: It's tradition,
2: though. <laughs> yeah, good point. Yeah, good, except a- but we only do that to NPCs. Dupe is not an NPC.
3: He's a a player no, temporary player character TPC.
1: Just player character. Player um, non-character. <laughs> it's a thing that we use to banish something evil. Oh, I guess. That's cool.
4: Sounds useful. Moderately.
1: Hopefully, um, you want to take a look at it? I mean, if you get a really bad vibe, I'll use Detect Evil on it.
6: Yeah, Sariel's definitely going to want to see if she knows anything about that craziness. Magic specifically, so that would be Arcana roll? Uh, yes.
3: Galena is going to take interest in it after a minute when a dupe's asking about it. And she will roll Arcana as well, but I doubt that anything will come of it. (laughs)
0: Okay, anybody who wants to can.
6: Sariel rolled an 18 in Arcana. Oh, yeah, we'll watch this. Yeah, beat that. Eden rolled an 11. (laughs)
3: Galena Galena rolled a six. She knows it's a crow.
0: (laughs) Yes, you know it's a crow, and Dupe watches on as the three of you sort of crowd around this macabre artifact.
3: Macabre! Macabre!
0: (laughs) Anyway, Sariel understands that much like the sack of eggs, this is what remains of the Feasting Crow. This is where the pooling power that it's been holding on to for its extensively long life now resides, now that its intent and soul is gone. So it is just sort of generating formless power in there, and every day it's going to form new feathers, and those feathers do something. Whoa! snap!
2: Cool! So can we use them for useful things?
0: Supposedly. What Sariel knows is that they... Just the act of pulling a feather out will do something.
2: Oh, let's try it.
1: Wait, do we know what it'll do?
2: No, but I, I want to try it. Let's
1: find out. Oh, this is terrible. This is a horrible idea.
6: I'm going to stop telling you guys things. So
3: we can't...
1: <laughs> <laughs> he will quickly snatch the, t- the totem out of Eden's hands and lift it up.
2: When How dare sees- you, sir?
1: When he sees Sariel say, this is terrible, I need to stop telling you things. Should we roll a complete athletics? Who's fighting over it right now? Giege is going to take it from Eden because he just heard Eden and Sten say, let's let's pull the feathers out. Uh, It depends. Eden,
0: do you want to try to pull one out before he gets to you?
2: Not that badly. I don't think it's necessary to roll competing athletics.
0: Okay. Giege, you managed to grab it before her
1: curious hands can yoink out a feather. And then I kind of leaned away from the side because while I am holding it above my head, I know Sten can easily reach out if he wanted to. I'm not going to try that hard. (laughs) Do we know what these do? Sarl, do you know yeah, what these do?
3: I, I was trying to ask, is it unlike the egg sacs where we, we can't, or can we re- roll to find out what each feather, what the feathers do every day?
0: Without knowing more about it to begin with, it'll be difficult because in the egg, it was sort of formless change that was in there because mm-hmm. the, the uh crap, what was the monster called? Edercap. The matron Edercap was an agent of making everything the same. The power that was left over sort of snapped back and was completely random. This, however, seems to have more more of a specific intent left.
6: If you pull a feather, everybody gets the wicked munchies.
1: Mmm. That'd be <laughs> awesome. Nope. Snack time. Well, the Feasting Crow was about eating things and being powerful, so it's going to be one of those two. There, will there be any protests if I want to hang on to this just because... I still think maybe this is kind of evil, and I'm a little nervous that they wanted to pull feathers out.
6: Sariel will narrow her eyes at Giege, because usually she would not let that fly. Like, powerful magic thing, no. But Giege recently undertook the whole paladin training, so she would not contest it.
1: And I'm the one saying, let's not pull out feathers and release untold magic.
2: Okay, but if we find ourselves in some sort of awful bind, I want to test this.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, if like that tower's about to fall down on us when we're inside it, go ahead and yank a feather because screw it, what are we about to lose? That is the best time to test magic. Yep. Indeed. Well, yeah, Indeed. duh. <laughs> okay then, um, so what does the area around the tower look like? Have you been over there yet, Dupe?
4: Uh, yeah, we got up pretty close to it before they sprung their ambush and then all of my companions were killed.
1: Mm. What does the area around the tower look like, James?
4: From afar,
0: it looks like this is a you know, tiered sort of hill, it seems like it is purposely built that way. Someone may be able to roll a history to see why this tower is here. But in the far, far distance, it seems like there is, you know, a lot of foliage around. But once you get to the bottom of the hill, there appears to be, you know, sharpened stakes in place
1: around it. Damn, now I wish we had Connor. He could probably just knock that tower down with a fireball.
3: I could probably knock it down.
1: Really? How?
3: I don't know. Wait, I, I'm... <laughs> sorry. I'm kind, of, I'm kind of tired, so I'm zoning out. Actually, I think...
1: Gij knows tried. that Galena's distracted because she keeps looking at the booty and she's just saying things.
3: Yeah, let, let's say that, it, that that's why. Yes, that's a good idea. <laughs> it's really just <laughs> player is zoning out. Character is zoning out on the Dabui. Actually, I think Galena might be able to.
1: Okay, so then you guys... So-
6: I was a cheeky bastard and I rolled history to see if I could uh, get a high enough roll to see if I knew what that tower was all about. Wait, and Amanda, why'd, a... why'd you
2: roll a, a constitution save?
6: To save, an to save the degree. Oh.
0: <laughs> yes. It's definitely it's... a wisdom save against booty. <laughs> <laughs> anyway,
6: oh, Winter, wow. you were saying? Sorry, I rolled a 24 in history.
0: For history to check out why this tower is here. Yes. In the last 50 years... Relations between the Vlovale and Oblik have deteriorated exponentially. As Oblik has just sort of kept logging despite protests, and this whole area used to be forests and is no longer. But to keep watch and to protect their new found territory, Oblik built a bunch of watchtowers. Hmm. So that should be manned by men of the realm.
2: Can't you feel its pain? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs>
6: Fern gully. I know,
1: I know what you're all about. That's good. Right.
6: They cut down the trees.
1: Right, 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 right.
6: But Sariel would relate that to the rest of the party. It makes sense that she would know that as well, so that, that works out.
1: Mm, okay. Is there any tunnels in that? All right, enough Maybe talking. Between... No.
6: We shall sally forth now.
1: No. Yes. All his friends died. If we do that, there's a decent chance we're going to be pincushioned with arrows and nearly die. I don't think we will We that, but nearly hey, I'm, die.
3: I'm pretty sure we're invincible.
1: At least they will be I've, stylish arrows.
3: I've got an idea. Okay. We can use our um, fog spells for cover if there are true, arrows. True, And wait, why do we want to knock the tower down? Because I think I can't. Oh, no.
1: I was just saying, <laughs> like, <laughs> I was saying quick way to do this was to knock their tower down, completely screw their defenses, and then beat them up when they're like, oh, crap, what happened?
2: Hey dupe. like you got
1: dunked on, fools. That's what happened. Sorry, go on. Hey, Dupe. Yes?
2: How much HP did each of your companions have?
1: <laughs> oh, Lord.
0: <laughs> you mean how tough were they?
3: <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> HP is the medical term for tough.
2: Yeah, okay, fine. Dupe, how tough were these companions of yours that recently passed away?
4: Well, most of them were quite seasoned warriors. One or two were kind of new.
2: All right, we're not going to the tower.
4: <laughs>
0: Eden is a fickle woman.
2: <laughs> Do you My know- tiny lady brain can't take all of this.
0: <laughs> no, it just leaps to conclusions very quickly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Do you know if there was any tunnels with these towers, Sariel? Sariel
0: would know that there were not. Besides perhaps a basement, but they weren't connected to a network or anything like that. They were built recently, and they are built pretty cheaply. They're mostly an early warning function as opposed to an actual fortification. Okie
3: doke. So the people in this tower, Galena says gesturing to the tower because she wasn't paying attention if anybody was talking about it before. Are they mostly elves or humans?
4: They're mostly half-elves. Huh. Are they
3: all
1: hostile? Are there any friendlies in there? Or neutral parties? They appeared to all be hostile. Mm
4: -hmm. Who
3: who are they hostile in particular to?
4: Okay, well, as far as who they're hostile against, I would think it would be anyone they don't recognize.
3: Okay, Galena's scratching her chin and looking with her eyes sort of squinting at Eden and then at Sariel. She scratches her chin a little bit longer and then starts rummaging around her bag and pulls out her disguise kit and she goes... Well, I kind of want to blow the tower up, but I wouldn't want to do that if I knew there were innocents inside. Is it just hostiles in there? Are you sure there aren't any captives or anything?
4: Well, I didn't actually get inside, so I don't know who exactly is in there, but everyone I could see was attacking us.
3: Well, that's rude.
1: Okay, so if Grey Fox is in there, more likely than not, everyone else who's in there with him is someone who wants to aid the elves in overcoming Oblik or any human forces. Easy way to get in, I think, would be we try and present ourselves as elves, which would be easy for Sariel because she is one. Yeah, I can you know, definitely eat, do that. Eden would go invisible. Um, you and I would probably have to use, well, I don't know if you could really get in I don't think elves come as short as you are.
3: Galena just kind of snorts.
1: But in any case, where, where did you get this information that he was in here to begin with, Duke?
4: Well, we didn't know precisely
3: that he was in
4: here. We just knew a general area and. Some of my guys were tracking him, so okay. we were just kind of following our leads and uh, stumbled across this tower, which he turned out to be in.
1: Gotcha. Okay. I guess we can either go in disguise, try and pass ourselves off as friendly to their cause. We can use these fog eggs. I think that'd be a pretty good cover, or we can just blow up their stupid tower and knock them down. I say, which I'm sure between you and Galena, Keisha's now looking to Eden. I, you guys could probably do that. But I don't I'm thinking maybe we just use those fog eggs and confuse them.
2: I don't know if I can think of a better option right now.
1: What about you, Dupe? What do you think? I mean, you've already taken one swing at this. Maybe you got some insights.
4: Well, since they did just defeat a fairly well armed group, they probably won't be expecting another attack anytime soon. So mm-hmm. I would think that we would probably have the element of surprise on our side if that helps.
3: Hmm. That is a good idea. Galena is scratching her chin still.
4: What what
1: time of day is it, James? It's getting to be evening. I mean, we could also try creeping in at night, and it might make more sense for fog to roll in at night. Uh, so what's what's everyone think? You know, disguise ourselves, throw down some fog, knock down the tower, or go now? Who would be going
3: in in the case of a disguise?
2: I can invisible myself or someone else.
3: Or um, Galena says... Putting her finger in the air with an idea. Suddenly, do you think you'd send Eden or not Eden? Mm-hmm. Eve, <laughs> send to oh. yourself Eve to to see if there are any any prisoners or non-hostiles or innocents or whatever.
2: Oh yeah, we can certainly send her to scout ahead to Ooh. try and get a look at what's out there.
1: Wait, they might shoot no, her down.
2: She's an owl. Oh god, no! You're right.
3: <laughs> I mean,
1: Gray is- Fox wasn't with us at the time that we got Eve, right? No,
2: no.
3: Gray Fox so- is
1: not aware that eden has an owl okay so it might be okay
0: unless you got like
1: a really good spy network
3: it's becoming night and owls come out at night and it's the forest so okay how
1: about that so we'll do that i mean should we have eve scout and then maybe we'll drop the fog and sneak in
3: well do we want to sneak in if there are people to save then sure but if they're not then let's just blow it up Galena really wants to blow it up. Well,
1: it's going to be harder to do because they're in a defensive position. Or if we're inside, we can easily kick all their butts because the tower's stacked vertically and there's only really one way to get up and down through it. It'll be distributed throughout the levels in the tower.
3: Galena just purses her lips and her mouth becomes kind of like a line. Like she just wants to blow up the tower.
1: It would she, be pretty cool.
3: She thinks she can do it with knowledges she's gleaned over the course of her learning experiences, traveling with everyone, aka leveling up. <laughs>
1: Well, okay, let's take a vote then. So who wants to sneak in once night falls with fog? And think she raise his hand.
2: I sh- I, I mean, Eden, shall raise her hand.
1: I'm feeling ambivalent. I leave this to the will of the
5: party, and then I'll just punch things really hard.
6: All
4: right.
6: all agrees with going in under the cover of fog.
4: Dupe would rather go sooner than later.
3: Okay, okay. But you guys have to promise that I get to blow up something at some point.
6: Uh, these towers are basically built by the lowest bidder, as far as contracting goes, so... You know, if you want to blow it up, it shouldn't be too terribly
4: complicated.
1: What are you afraid might happen, Dupe, that they might, you know, flee the tower if we wait
4: too long? Yeah, because it's taken us a while to find Gray Fox, so I'd rather get to him as fast as we can. Well, how about this then?
2: Less talking, more doing...
4: <laughs> Let's just crack
2: an egg and go in there.
4: All right, okay. you know what? You know Eden what? is
2: going to start walking towards the yeah, tower. You
1: know what? Let's do it. We're going to go I'm now. I'm walking
2: away. I'm- Goodbye.
1: We're doing, no, I'm going with you. We're going to do it. We're going to drop the-, the fog eggs and we're going to go in there. That's
2: All right. my girl. Let's go.
0: And conveniently, after an hour of walking in that direction, Eden resolutely taking up the four, you are now within 200 yards of this tower. You can see in the distance shadowy figures moving around in the dusky light along the parapet. The whole tower is probably about three stories high. It looks like it is made mostly of stone on the first floor and then wood on the second two floors, but it is on almost the third tier of a hill. And you guys are looking from the tree line of the gnarly trees around you, the little copse you have found to hide in.
6: Sariel's going to squirrel it up.
0: Are you going to go scout?
6: Can uh, I can.
0: Dupe looks supreme, supremely unsurprised by this.
6: <laughs> sometimes oh, people swing swords.
3: <laughs> I look at Dupe when he sees Sariel turn into a squirrel and doesn't have a reaction, and she asks if he knows any other druids.
4: Um, I did. I don't particularly like her.
3: Oh, oh.
4: Wait, the other druid, or Sariel. Yeah, the, uh, the other one. Okay. Oh, yeah, the new it. one. I don't quite have an opinion on yet.
3: <laughs> Sariel, the new one. I um, just realized I don't to... know any of your names. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm Galena.
4: <laughs> I'm
5: Sten.
0: Y'all are rude.
5: <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, no time like the present.
4: For some reason, I trust them very quickly. Probably because there's so much money on the line.
6: Someone's like, hey, you want to go kill some stuff? And We're just like, yeah, okay.
0: You've got money on a very, very tight schedule. <laughs> so are we going to start dropping the fog? introductions first man there are some furtive introductions in the shrubbery near the base of that hill whispering so you are not heard by the you know supposedly elven and or half elven scouts that walk hundreds of feet away from you
2: think... wait how close are we now because shouldn't we wait till we're close to start the whole fog thing
0: true you guys are at the point at which you could be discovered. So at this I'm giving it to you that you are smart enough to not just walk down the road at these guys.
3: But fog it up. I also think we should uh have a contingency plan for if the fog gets too thick and we can't see each other.
1: Um
6: run you...
3: backwards. How about how about can't
6: uh, a bunch of you cast light? Yeah, how about well, Yeah, how but about... that would
1: give away our position in the fog. I mean, we could maybe use the conch and then that way we can only hear each other.
3: Yeah, but he, if what if he's he nervously runs...
1: gr- he's nervously glances at too busy mentions the conch and they could use a sentence we could use the conch and that way we can only hear each other if we get lost in the fog and follow the other's voice Sten, you have a mushroom box just so you know yeah i know okay just making sure
0: but yes i have wait what would i do with the mushrooms
1: well we could probably use the spores to communicate as we try and navigate through the fog
5: ah uh, hmm wait it is night right <laughs> yeah of course it's night. do these tiny mushrooms have those spores yes hmm all right let's, let's give this a shot let's all right, come here, dupe. We're going to do some mushrooms before we, uh, we go in there. That's a thing we all do.
4: Don't worry about it. Seems like a terrible idea. Nah, it's a good idea, man. Check it out. Most, most <laughs> I mean, of our like, ideas are like this.
2: I thought so too at first, but it turned out to be amazing. So just do the mushrooms and don't ask questions.
4: Uh, if you say so.
2: Wow, you are very easy to order around.
4: <laughs> His dwarven
0: constitution is likely to keep him alive <laughs> through most poisonings. Dude oh great! The mushrooms,
5: I, I respect, man. Um, so I'll crack open the mushroom box and be like, "Hey guys, how's it going?" The mushrooms wiggle at you in the moonlight. Ah, uh, wiggle some this evening. Excellent. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll sort of reach in and maybe like rub a finger, like kind of rub one of their foreheads or mushroom faces, and get some spores, and maybe also give them some tickles.
0: You get some spores on a finger.
5: All right, I'll give them a little little head pats, little nice friendly head pats, and then close it back up. So are we all going to do that then? We're all going to get a to spore
1: to snort? Yeah, I was going to pass it around. Everyone sniff my finger. No, no thank you. <laughs> oh, He reaches no, into the box.
3: No. no.
1: And and tickles the inside of one of their caps so he can get some spores. All right, fine.
3: Go on and sniffs his finger.
1: <laughs> Giege, I want you to
0: roll an animal handling.
1: What? I swear to God. Come on, James, really?
0: Dude, we've already established that Sten is the mushroom whisperer.
1: I rolled a 12 in animal handling.
0: That is just enough. Sten, you can hear this mushroom complaining that this 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 ruffian does not have your delicate touch. <laughs> Hands off my mushrooms, man! Sorry, but... I won't let it happen again, little buddy. <laughs> you still get some some snuff.
5: Here, I'll I, I, here anyone have like little pieces of cloth? Whatever you want the spores on,
1: give it to me. I'll rub G- them on the mushroom. Gis G- will hand the vial that he used previously to Sten, so he just put it in there. <laughs> Is there are there enough spores that I can get like a vial of them? Well, at the very least, um, can you just put them in there? There's enough that you can put enough for geesh.
0: Okay, but not for everybody. If you guys go for a certain amount of time without needing them, and, you know, you purposely are, right. every day, collecting some spores, yeah, you could definitely fill up. A...
5: Oh, but there's not enough now to, for everyone to have spores.
0: There's enough for everyone to have spores, not to for everybody to have
5: spores and fill up a vial. Okay, that's what I mean. I mean, I mean put it in the vial, then everyone can go around and sniff the vial. Okay. I will fill the vial as much as I can and then pass around the vial. Dupe. You can go first as the guest of honor. Don't Uh, sniff it all, man. Don't hog it.
4: Duke would have preferred Sten's finger, but he will accept the vial. (laughs)
0: Like your style, Duke. (laughs) The vial is passed around. Everyone takes a short snuff, Uh, like a bunch of druggies. (laughs) We're good to go. Immediately hear a little cacophony of four voices (laughs) being like, Wow, Wow, the sky. It's so bright and twinkly. You can vaguely sense each other
1: nearby
3: hi i vaguely sense you nearby galena closes her eyes and like reaches out her hands and like touches molly's face
1: <laughs> no <Nope>, wrong name <laughs> <laughs> different name.
3: Touches, touches eden's face
2: same difference
3: he reaches through reality and, and the fantasy world she's in and touches the face of a so real person what is
1: dupe's reaction to sensing these strangers he's just learned the names of and, and took in spores with
4: dupe is mostly weirded out by these high pitched voices
3: Hello, friend. How are you? How are you? Your brain feels weird. <laughs> Who is that?
4: <laughs> the
1: mushrooms. I mean, literally, it's the mushrooms. But don't worry, they're not bad mushrooms. They're like little animals. Don't worry.
5: This
0: um, is t- weird.
1: Stan's going to take this opportunity to, like, before we go into the
5: building there,
0: to, like, hide the mushrooms a little bit away so I don't get hurt. Okay. They get uh, tucked underneath
1: the tree. Wait, don't they have a, dis- uh, a distance of effect, James? Like, does- doesn't they have to be nearby? Oh, that's true.
0: Yeah, yeah, you we'll have
5: oh, to wear, wear them with back. you. Oh, so wait. Oh, so we, even us being close, we, we communicate without a mushroom nearby?
0: Right. You need to relay through ah, the mushroom.
5: Interesting. Okay. Can I at least like put them on the outside of the building?
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, the moment you get to the tower, you could set them down outside if you wanted to.
5: That's what I mean. Just like shortly, at, like a, t- a short distance away from the tower. You basically have this tie to your you have the crate tied to your backpack from time to time. That's is, is how you've been yeah. doing it. I just want what I what I want to be sure of is that if I burst into flame as often happens, the <laughs> mushrooms are not
0: consumed. Okay. Okay. We will be sure of that. So, how are you approaching this tower
1: and how is the dispersion of fog clouds happening? Eden, is your fog a can trip or is that is that an actual spell?
2: A can trip?
1: Is oh. it does, does it cost you a spell to use your fog?
2: It does it does indeed, but can't fog cloud create or spread over an area that's fairly big? Do we really need more than one?
1: Well, he's asking how it how we want to move it in. So I guess we'll just move it in from like the tree line. the part where it's, the trees are thickest. It's actually. For me. It's actually relatively
0: small, the fog cloud at level one. And you can cast it at higher levels to get bigger fog clouds. What I assumed you were doing is sort of walking the fog cloud at them you know, tossing Mm -hmm. it out ahead of you and then walking into the middle of that and then tossing that out ahead of you. So it looks like a wall of fog approaching. Yes.
6: That's not suspicious. Let's do it. Fog (laughs) rolls
0: in. Looks pretty cool, though. So I want whoever is coordinating this and trying to make it seem natural and not like an ominous, terrifying wall of fog approaching this tower at a walking pace.
2: (laughs) I can attempt to do that.
0: I want a nature check from
2: you. Oh wow! This was a mistake. I immediately regret <laughs> should, this decision. Should,
6: sorry, he will attempt to do this.
2: Oh wait, actually, uh, Eden rolled a nineteen in nature, so it's okay.
6: Nice.
0: All right, as you guys are mosing forward, you find yourself looking at this tower. There is a escarpment, a low cliff, maybe ten feet high, and then another one, and then another one before you are able to get to the tower proper. As you are looking at the tower that you can see, you see a couple dark-shrouded figures standing on the parpets, just sort of casually looking in your
1: general direction.
2: Waving as the fog flags. rolls in,
1: <laughs> sadly no.
2: Ugh.
1: Dupe, what's what's the thing you do in combat? What's what's your style? How do you fight?
4: I hit things with my axe and my shield, and sometimes my helmet.
1: Are you are you more about killing things or knocking them out? Dupe is all about killing. He makes a very slight frown with his mouth. In a tight crease, but you know he won't give the man grief for how he operates. He will move up against the slight cliff face while still in the fog and peer over it, and then look back at the others and be like, "What do you guys want to do? How are we doing this?"
2: I didn't think this far ahead.
1: (laughs) Well,
3: maybe Sariel can talk to them. Wait, she's a squirrel right now.
1: She's a squirrel right now.
6: Sariel can squirrel her way up there and just kind of get a look at how many people are up there and like what kind of kind of weapons are going on. That's okay. a good plan.
1: That is an
0: excellent plan. Sariel, give me... Are you trying to be unseen?
6: Y- yeah, let's let's try stealth squirrel.
1: Okay, roll stealth Add advantage because you've got a lot of fog on your side. As he sees Sariel move forward to go scout, he will pick up a rock just in case.
2: A rock? Yeah. Okay.
1: What? <laughs> <Play. laughs> Nothing. It's a good sized rock.
6: Okay, I believe you
1: like a foot-sized rock like i believe you foot. yeah
6: the rock probably will not be needed because sariel squirrel rolls a 21 in uh dexterity which is which is stealth
0: these people on the parapet appear to be half elves and they appear to be not wearing tribal clothes not wearing little veil clothes one appears to be a farmer and the one down the other way appears to be a hunter of sorts they're casually exchanging words in uh, city elvish, basically commenting on the fog and how creepy it is, how it just sort of walked up to them, but they don't appear to notice how unnatural that is. Great. So
1: really quick, James, I'm sorry, I'm stupid. What's a parapet?
0: It is the wall of a fort where one side is raised, so it defends the people who are standing on it.
2: You know how I know that word? Musical wow. theater. Oh, neat. So, they use the word in a song from Hamilton, and I know you guys care about this really deeply, um, so I'm going to stop mind. talking.
1: So they're not on the ground, but they're on the structure. They're in the structure currently.
0: Yes, they are three stories up. Okay. And so is Sariel now, because she's a squirrel standing on a wooden beam up there near them.
6: So it's it's two people. I'm going to assume at some point Sariel got a description of Gray Fox. Ne- neither of them are looking particularly foxy.
0: No, neither of them look like Grey Fox. They look like commoners, basically.
6: Intertasting.
0: One of okay. them actually has a very uh that one of them has a torch nearby and the light of that torch has a very, very, very messy light blue tattoo that is imitating a tribal tattoo.
6: Imitating?
0: Mm-hmm.
6: Uh and I've got I've got like a bad case of goldfish memory tonight. Did I ask if there were there were weapons, kind of weapons?
0: You did, and I did not answer you because okay. I'm a jerk. Um <sighs> they both have longbows and short swords. One of them appears to be using a like obelisk regular army longbow, and the other one has a hunting bow.
6: So for me this is very reminiscent of how there were attacks on uh obelik by people that were supposedly from the Villevale, but weren't. Sariel sorry, sorry, will will take what she's observed and head back to the others to uh to talk it out.
0: When you get back, you see Gij very menacingly rolling a rock around in his hands. It's not menacing. And Dupe very menacingly holding a throwing axe in his hands.
1: <laughs> All I was going to do was throw the rock somewhere so they would divert their attention.
0: It's hard to read that intention from somebody holding a rock.
6: <laughs> uh, Sariel, Sariel would change back to Elf and break down what she had just seen, including how like things don't seem to quite add up with the tattoos and ye.
1: Wait, invitation tattoo. Do you mean like someone gave him that tattoo trying to make him look like one or perhaps he's like trying to get in touch with his elven roots and he thinks he has
6: one he just got really drunk and went to a dive bar and got like a shitty tribal tattoo Mm
1: -hmm.
6: oh is that a thing in this universe
0: (laughs) both of geisha's guesstimations of this situation seem to be the
1: possibilities because i know for a lot of these folks it's about you know refinding pride in their elven heritage any case i'm going to chuck this rock at the base of the wall I think someone's probably going to be like, what's that? Come check it out. And then we could probably knock him out and push our way in. Okay. Roll a... Well, he's, he's going to wait to see if everyone else agrees with that. He is not going to take an action and be like... All right. No, why
6: to right. you do that? Yeah, Gray Fox yeah. is not in there, so let's let's not kill these guys if we don't have to. Blox. Are
1: you sure he's not in there?
6: Pretty, pretty sure.
1: Well, fine,
0: okay. Fine. Just so you know. Sorry, Al, Did you want to like go up there and run around inside the building? Or, because I assumed you were just running up onto the roof to check the guards that you can see. Because there was like a door and three stories of building.
6: Well, I retract the statement about Grey Fox not being in there. Let's just not kill the one guy we surprised down, I guess. I don't know.
1: Eden, do you want to just send Eve to like quickly scope it out? Pretty easy. Um, It's
6: pretty foggy now. now.
1: Right, but they're in a tower.
6: Or I could just go squirrel it up again.
2: Maybe it would be easier for Eve since she can fly.
1: Yeah. Eve, you can feel
0: her confidence that this ain't no thing for her.
2: Ooh, all right. meant
0: to fly in darkness.
2: Perfect. Oh, yeah, of course. The whole night vision thing, duh. <laughs> She's an owl. Okay, this means we have to be careful, though, because if I'm going to be able to see through her, I'm not going to be able to see or feel right, anything right. else. So I need to just sit down right here and not move. I'll sit with you as I hold my rock. Okay, I will also hold anyway. I'm going to um, gently toss... Eve into the air and direct her to fly towards the top of the tower. Okay.
0: As Eden goes relatively uncoordinated and sitting down, Eve launches herself into the air, and it's very disconcerting to see through her eyes because you honestly can't see anything for a moment because you were in such thick fog.
2: Oh, let's just go higher.
0: But she finds the tower and swoops down upon it, landing between the two guards and looks at them both, and you can feel her pride. At accomplishing her goal, she's checked out this tower real good.
2: Oh, that's amazing and adorable. Um, what what are the what are they do what are the guys doing? What are do they think this is weird that an owl is just coming to chill with them?
0: Eve is thinking about leaving, but they honestly have not noticed.
2: Oh, cool.
1: Can Eden hear us as she's sitting there looking no. through Eve's eyes? Nope. Oh.
2: no senses whatsoever. Great. How about we fly a little higher, see if there's anything else? notable that we can report back.
0: Okay, make a perception check for Eve.
2: All righty. Hang on a sec, I need to bring up her character sheet.
1: Keys she looks at Dupe. Says, "You probably would have preferred that we just marched in there, but, you know, we kind of wanna
2: Oh no! Careful. No! Eve critically failed her perception. She rolled a 4.
1: Eve
0: can really just like feel your desire for her to succeed and she flies above the fog, can't find anything flies lower and lower into the fog, circling around the tower. And right when you're about to just relinquish your senses and go back into your own body, you feel a hand around your neck. (gasps) No! Oh, God. No! There is a moment in which you see a smudged face with green and black painted all over it. And then it goes black, and you are in your own body again. Oh, my God.
2: Oh, my God. James, you do realize that if she dies, I'm going to get on a plane and fly to California <laughs> and kill you, right?
0: Yes, yes, I do.
2: <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! We have a okay. We have a problem.
5: We got a storm the place now.
2: What's wrong? Someone, someone got her. Someone grabbed her, and then I just and then I just came back into my own body.
3: Is that normal for you to be pushed back into your body? It's like never that? happened before. Hmm. Okay. Well.
1: Well, time to hand out kittens.
2: Yeah, yeah, oh my, I,
6: I have to do something. Like, is it possible that Eden is just unconscious? Eve, you mean? Eve, that one, yes.
0: Roll a nature, or an arcana, actually, to find out whether Eve is dead or unconscious.
6: Sariel only rolled a five in
2: arcana. I have no idea. Can I try? hmm Eden rolled a 15 in arcana.
0: You didn't feel like you were dying, and you should have if Eve was dying you felt like you were blacking out. So okay. more than likely, Eve is unconscious.
2: Okay, that's a bit of a relief.
0: Probably not feeling great, though.
2: Yeah, I'm still freaking out a little.
0: Regardless, our surprise is pretty much blown at this point. One thing you did recognize is that Eve was nowhere near the tower. Oh, Where was she?
2: Yeah, I was about to say, where was she?
0: She was in the fog.
2: Just in the...
0: Behind us? What? Everybody. Everybody Perception. perceptions. Roll
2: perceptions. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> what... <laughs>
6: what no oh
5: boy this is not going well
6: <laughs> wait did did everyone roll a nine
1: i know for so, so many nines
6: <laughs> what?
1: so myself eden dupe and sten all rolled nines
2: yeah but dupe just critically succeeded doing something with his
3: axe well, no, he, i hope he, that he, that, he, that he, wasn't that a was, mistake. that
1: was an accident sadly
3: dang it <laughs> His his axe was <laughs>
0: receiving so i want everybody to roll initiative you are about to get surprised by a bunch of elvish gorillas
2: oh this is going well
0: who were able to uh find you as you lollygagged in front of their tower
3: we are really good at this
0: Ooh, nice. Good initiative.
3: I was confused. because I thought Eve was by the guards on the tower.
2: Yeah, same here.
0: It was a situation in which she flew up to them, and then she, you said, go higher. So she went above the clouds, and then she went into the clouds to see if she could see anything because she couldn't see anything. And as ah. she was flying around at people level, she got grabbed.
2: Ah, okay. Gotcha.
0: Because of said critical failure. Out of the mist appears a cloaked figure with a familiar silhouette as you hear Gray Fox's voice, this can't be right. And oh out and out from underneath his cloak appear two silvered sickles.
2: This, this is not going exactly how we planned it, necessarily.
0: It's going to be fine. We're good. He points, instead of attacking, he points to both his left and his right. He is at the top of the escarpment that you guys are hiding behind. And he points in two different directions, and arrows fly out of these directions towards you. Ah! Specifically, towards Dupe, and then towards. We just healed that ass. (laughs) (laughs) Towards Galena. Say what? One arrow heads towards Dupe, and the other heads towards Galena. Rude! Oh. Do a 20 and an 18 hit your ACs respectively? Yes. Can I say what Gigi's thinking?
3: My armor class is 12.
4: Dupe's AC is 20, so 20 hits.
0: Ooh, all that armor for naught. They are going to deal 9 damage to Dupe and 8 damage to Galena as arrows pierce through vulnerable parts in Dupe's armor, specifically into his armpit. And then Galena, it strikes into her
1: leg somewhere, the meaty bits. Ah! Giege will see that these archers have just opened fire on Dupe and Galena and he knows that he doesn't really know Galena, so he must think that she's also a breaker. And Gij will stand up and be like, hold fire, hold fire, they're not going to attack you. Which is kind of a lie, sort of, maybe, kind of, depending on how things go.
3: Galena's like, yeah, speak for yourself.
1: It's also not your turn. Oh, right, shoot, sorry, never mind. I didn't say any of that.
0: A half-elven man who looks to be a farmer, he is very built in general, charges down the path up to the tower, that leads up the escarpment towards Eden and pulls out a mace and swings it twice at you. Ah! Does a both of them are a nine. Do either of those hit your AC Eden? How so many nines? Uh, it's freakish.
2: AC is eleven.
0: You manage to stumble back and block both of these strikes. <sighs> Thank God. He is clearly not trained. Like, you're better at fighting than he is.
2: <laughs> wow, and that is saying a lot. He must be really <laughs> bad. This is great.
0: It is your turn, Eden. You can see around you through the mist, partially because arrows just came from those directions, but that there are clearly figures behind bushes, and they are lightly obscured, so they are harder to hit.
2: Well, I'm going to send magic missiles at these owl murderers. Which ones? <laughs> the, really guy right, the guy right in front of me who Wait. just tried to slip my throat. And can I see Gray Fox?
0: Yes, he is cockily standing 10 feet away, 10 feet up.
2: All right, so him, and then assuming I can aim at to the left, kind of standing on the cliff side, then him too.
0: Okay, roll that up.
2: Here, one sec, here we go.
0: Are you doing that at level one, by the way, or higher?
2: I was just going to do it at level one.
0: Okay, so you're using your wand, pew pew?
2: See, pew okay. pew, Shoo, like a lightsaber. It is a 13.
0: So you are splitting that up two ways, right? The guy in front of you and Gray Fox.
2: Oh, well, I was also uh, assuming that I can see the guy up to the left.
0: Okay, so you're splitting that up three ways. Okay. Yeah, this one right here. So the one on the left, a bolt goes through the leaves and you hear him cry out as it strikes him. He seems startled, but okay. The guy in front of you takes a bolt in the chest, stumbles back. He takes five damage. Boom and looks surprised and terrified. The light bolt that goes up to Gray Fox, he brings both sickles in front of him, and he does the classic anime get hit by something with your arms crossed and just like slide back a couple (laughs) inches (laughs) as he takes four damage.
2: Oh, well, at least he took damage. I wanted to make some quippy comment about, yeah, I've learned some new tricks while you were away or something like that, but he doesn't really seem too faced by it or impressed at all.
0: He, in fact, seems like he's not even really paying attention to what's going on.
2: Oh, that's unfortunate.
0: Even more importantly, it seems like he's looking behind you, Eden. I want everybody to roll a luck check. So just a type slash R D20.
1: I'm getting flashbacks. woof, I'm scared. I know this.
6: did I do that
2: right? I don't know if I did th- i don't I don't know if I did that right.
1: Yes, you did that right.
2: oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> I did not <laughs> winter <laughs> oh, no, slash is that a r. subreddit?
3: Is that a There's, subreddit?
0: There just needs to be a space in between <laughs> slash r instead I of did, r slash I,
3: yeah, I did slash r space d two zero
6: okay, eleven.
0: See now, I feel like I'm cheating. By the way,
5: sorry, there. Unfortunately, there is no one d twenty r slash one d twenty, but there is an r slash two d twenty. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so call out your rolls.
2: Eden rolled a thirteen. Galena also rolled a thirteen.
0: Guizhui rolled a twelve. Dan rolled a fourteen. Dupe rolled a two. Nice one, dupe. This, uh man, this couldn't go any worse. Right behind dupe, you see a woman dressed in finery, as if she is going to a ball at the palace in Oblick. and. Guige, you turn and you have a sudden flashback to a terrible hallway <laughs> in, which, her! in which your will was taken away from you. And she is standing behind Dupe with her hands on his shoulders. Mm. Dupe, I want you to make a wisdom save.
6: Roll competing booties. <laughs>
2: competing booties. Oh, that's a much better wisdom save. Hey,
4: Dupe rolled the 19.
0: What do you uh, say as this woman whispers in your ear that the money is nothing? These people's heads will fetch a much higher price.
4: Dupe thinks that the money is
3: everything.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the woman looks slightly confused behind a dupe, steps back a step or two before her face turns twisted and angry, and she strikes out at him. Oh dear.
2: No! Oh my god, no.
0: And Crits
2: hanging in their dupe.
3: Dupe,
0: <laughs> dupe takes 13 slashing damage as she tears with her just her hand oh. through his scale nail. And when her hand comes away, it is covered with blood and has sick, gnarly claws coming off of each of her nails.
2: This is terrifying. But,
0: but it slowly turns back into a normal hand. Sorry, all you're
5: up. Man, you might have to just kill James directly. I'm just saying. It's <laughs> <is> getting dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs>
6: How, how about off his
4: dupe looking? Um, I'm at 32 out of 45. Oh, so not terrible.
5: Got plenty more ass padding to go through. Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
6: uh, shoot. I'm not. I'm not good with the words today. But is going to try to intimidate the other two into running away. The two that are obviously not very well trained. Actually, no. Wait. One of those is like in a bush, isn't he? Like way out of way out of the way.
0: So far, what you can see, there are two in bushes on either side. There's gray fox in front of you atop a hill. And then there is one coming down the path, sort of blocking you from getting up on top of the hill.
6: Okay. I'll I'll try I'll try to intimidate the two poorly trained ones just by saying we're a party that's trying to resolve the conflict that's going on over and in dr- over their heads, basically.
0: <laughs> Do dramatic I am elf reveal.
6: Yeah. And if, if I'm allowed, if I can take it as a bonus action, I'll like uh What's the word? I'll shillelay the stick, I'll, I'll uh, shiny up the stick.
0: Oh dang, you glow up and you yell at them. That's especially scary. Glow yelling is the worst. <laughs> it's true.
6: Okay, uh, so just roll intimidate?
0: Mm-hmm. You are actually going to be rolling against Talpia's intimidation.
6: Sorry, I'll rolled a 20. A- wow, wow. I'm going to turn into a bear. I'm going to bite her head off. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Talpia Sutcliffe, the form that she has taken for this fight, just so you guys can recognize her, looks out to the bushes and says, Hold your positions. Do you want to die a meaningless death? And they both just set their faces resolutely
1: and continue drawing their bows. Just so our listeners don't shoot, Um, Talpia rolled a 27 in persuasion, which is why Winter went, Wow.
6: Upping me by seven points. I'm going to buy your head off.
1: What a jerk. Okay, Sten, you're up. All right, lady, time to die a meaningless death.
6: Ha! <laughs> <I'm>
5: gonna... <laughs> Damn. <laughs> uh, Sten's, Sten's uh, sort of terrified of this lady, and he's going to rage and charge her and draw his sword. As you quickly
0: drop your box <laughs> gently on the ground. Oh, I had
5: not put it down yet?
0: That, uh, you probably set it down at the base of this cliff. It's close enough to the tower, I guess. Okay. Um, oh, yes, well,
5: I will charge her and draw my sword. I'm sort of sad she's not wearing a shield, so I can't try my new little pile amount. Alas, uh, bummer. Cut her good, Stan. Oh, I will. Cut her real f***ing good. Maybe, Yeah, maybe. I swore. <laughs> Whoa.
6: Okay, I think... All right, let's calm down. <laughs> no, just... we are not calming down. The owl has been kidnapped. <laughs> <laughs> creepy lady from, That's like, true. episodes ago that, like, harassed you just here. We're going hard as f-. You make a good point. <laughs>
5: That's true. And she beat a 20. That's just annoying. Um, <laughs> What is... What is this multi-attack times two thing going on here,
0: James, in my character sheet? It means you can make two attacks a turn. Oh, I don't actually click on it. Okay, I see what you mean. No. Okay, here we go. It's just for your own elucidation. generally 24 as first attack. That's no joke. Your yeah, right. demon sword swings down, and she brings up her bloody claw hand to grab it. And you can see it dig into bone and sinew, but she is just simply holding it up for a moment. Uh, As you deal 15 damage.
5: So she's holding the
0: sword? Well, I mean, thematically, you have cut her hand deeply. Ah, I see.
5: Can I, like, try to, like, my second attack, like, draw it back very, very forcefully into her hand? Definitely.
0: If your second attack hits, that's what you're doing, for sure.
1: If anything, his Mm -hmm. sword should
0: love this. 14 on my second attack. 14 does not hit her. Damn it, lady as she simply shoves your sword away as you try to draw it down forcefully and smiles at you in a fashion that just unnerves you. It's just not meant for this situation. You're like, this is how pretty girls smile at, you know, boys they like.
5: Yeah, yeah. that's unsettling. Uh, By the way, did that damage before include a plus two for rage?
0: It did not. Thank you very much for reminding me. Throw everything I have. You deal 17 damage initially, which is... Not low. All right. From the tower, an arrow comes whistling as you have now spread out to fight these enemies who are surrounding you, abandoning the cover. An arrow gets launched at Sten. Actually, two arrows get launched at Sten. Ow.
1: Oh, man, I'm getting more flashbacks.
0: One misses and one crits, dealing 13 damage, half of that because you're raging. I'm hurt. So you only take seven as arrows sort of machine gun down from the tower. Wait, what happened here? How? Sorry, you'll have two turns. Sorry, oh. That's Wait, did I, sorry. did I
6: screw up the? I was, was pretty careful done? with those clicks. What did
3: I do?
0: <laughs> Don't worry about it. Somehow you ended up on the turn order twice. Uh, okay, know? Galena, you're up. Hi. In front of you, Eden is flailing back from a mace-wielding farmer boy and shooting magical bolts of light at people. And behind you, a scary woman. From a party you were at not too long ago is, you know, being creepy onto your boys.
3: Ah, oh, the, the, the age old question. Who's, do I got my boys back or do I got my girls back? I don't know. Um.
2: <laughs> your boys back, damn it! Truly the age old question.
3: Well, I honestly think that Eden's more capable with her lightning than setting and dupe bar together, even though that's not true. But that's probably what Galena is thinking. Plus that woman looks really (laughs) scary. Like she...
0: (laughs) She is looking less and less human by the second.
3: Yeah, she looks like she has mad skills that I need to quell. So I'm going to make a decision of what to do very quickly. Give me one second.
6: Out of character real quick, does the party know what this is? Would would Guiche have explained it? sufficient Wait no I should know this answer.
5: Yeah I don't remember how much we know about that.
6: Cuz we were talking to people in a prison and they were all describing like hot elf moms.
5: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh I mean, wow. That
6: was, I had forgotten all about oh, that. Yeah, yeah. She, she, so she do we was... know that it's do we know it's a succubus? Hot I'm elf moms in, in your say area. We do.
2: I mean, well we I'm do fairly... because every yeah. time James rolls for it it says succubus.
0: Shush you. <laughs> But yes, uh, you guys have previously established that there was a succubus involved and you guys were very much like, why is she acting like a mom if she's supposed to be seducing people? And I was like, "Succubuses work off desire, not specifically of
1: lust.
3: Hmm. Or Freud was right.
1: <laughs> no, Freud was never right. <laughs>
3: Quite, quite for sure. Okay,
1: you know what you want to do? Well,
3: I have questions first. What does Glenna observe that she's doing? Is she in the process of doing something? Does she look like she's subduing people? Does she look like she's casting magic pain on people?
0: Right now, Talpia Sutcliffe, whose face is slowly elongating, her smile is turning a little more fangy. It is difficult to tell what color she is because it is dark and foggy, but it seems to be darkening slightly. She is currently sort of, Not easily, but generally fending off Sten. And Dupe has turned around and is pulling himself together, but he clearly looks a little... uh, Whammied? A little whammied, but he doesn't look like he's about to turn on you or anything.
3: Okay, I'm going to cast Dis... No, I'm going to cast Hideous Laughter on her. Okay. Is there no way I can cast it at a higher level, or is that only specific spells?
0: I don't think Hideous Laughter has a higher level cast.
3: Oh okay. Well she's going to reflexively play her panpipes and see if that affects her at all.
0: Talpia looks at you as you begin to focus your music upon her and she laughs hideously as if you're a child and says, You think you play with madness? How quaint.
2: That makes no sense. Don just sticks her tongue at her.
0: (laughs) The So mature. Yeah. Do you want to move? Yeah. Or inspire somebody?
3: Oh yeah, I can do that. I'll inspire Dupe, because why not? He's here.
0: What do you say to Dupe?
3: I say, you're too young and your ass is too fine to get any more hurt.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Not wrong. All right, Dupe, it's your turn.
4: I will attack this succubus lady that is in front of me. Okay, Dupe has multi-attack. Okay, I rolled a 19 and a 15.
0: Both of those hit, and that lady is going to take... First deal's nine, second does seven. Is going to take 16 damage as Dupe just starts laying into her low,
4: I assume? Yes, I'm rather short, so knee breakers fits.
1: (laughs) And you do have an inspiration, remember?
3: Yeah, one D8 in addition to one D20 roll in the next 10 minutes.
0: So we're going to put a little token on you since you hit on both of those, you didn't need it. But you are inspired.
4: Yay, inspiration.
0: Protect the booty. All right, the... Bowman on your left fires two arrows, specifically at Eden for 14 and 17. Oh, dear. (laughs) Use
2: your amulet. My AC is 100.
0: Dang. I wish I could hit you with something. (laughs) But only crits hit Eden. Do you want to use your amulet, by the way?
2: I have that option? Yeah, of course. When it's not my turn, I mean?
0: Uh, Specifically, that amulet is good because you can use it on other people's turns. It is a reaction.
2: (sighs) Yeah, probably should. Okay. Got to dig around for that necklace. You're wearing it. Yeah, I know. I mean, like, in my shirt. Mm-hmm. And then I shall call forth the names of my ancestors. Huzzah!
0: <laughs> okay. What does that put your AC at for the next turn?
2: Uh, Hang on. Plus 5, so 16.
0: So remember that you have 16 AC until the end of your next turn. Got it. So one of those attacks strikes a reflective barrier and lands you know, buried deeply into the dirt next to you, but the other one buries itself in your hip, Ah! dealing five damage.
2: Oh, get it out.
0: It seems to have been slowed down quite a bit by the field that now sort of crackles around you.
2: I'm not sure if that's a good thing. I don't really want an arrow going into my hip slowly.
0: (laughs) All right, Giege,
1: you're up. Oh boy. Okay. Um... Oh, Oh boy. Um, <laughs> I can do a check to see if I can figure out what her weakness would be, right? Sure. Okay, what would that be? Religion. Oh, God, my religion's not very good. Okay, I'm going to see if Saloon doesn't want to bless me with some some divine knowledge. I rolled a four. You rolled a four with religion? Yes.
0: Hmm. That thing you did last time where you say a prayer for her, that's
1: definitely going to work. Yeah, mm-hmm. thanks, James. Okay. <laughs> um. She's Louise. Okay, so I see... Eden's got some trouble. Man, I really want to get in there and, t- and attack her, uh, Talpia. I really want to do that, but Sten and Duper are there, and I don't want to leave our squishy teammates hanging. So I'm going to move over to them, and because you said that one dude was a farm farm boy, I would like to disarm him. Okay. But before I do that, I look at Talpia, and I say, they don't finish you off, I'll get you. And then he runs over to help Eden. She glances over at
0: you. Hot, steaming, demonic blood mixing in with the mist. Good thing you have help. Last time you couldn't finish the job.
6: Ooh. He just skin crawls, and then he
1: goes to disarm the guy with the mace. Okay, make an attack. Oh, is my sword not here? Sword of the Squire? Uh, just make your attack
0: with your normal sword and plus one to everything for now. Christ's sake. <laughs> and now
1: I don't remember how to do disarm. You have to hit to use disarm. Okay. So just do longsword attack? Yes. So I've attacked twice the first time. Wait, you, how much do I add? Just plus, plus one? one. So I guess I rolled a seven, critical failure, but plus one would be eight. Still a critical yeah. failure, unfortunately. Critical failure. And the second time was a 12, but plus one would be 13.
0: Good thing that second one was plus one because the uh, you barely hit him. Why is it that you are unable to get to him the first time? Are
1: you asking me to improv as a reason why? If you want to. I can't think um, of anything particularly good at the moment. Giege is, is kind of torn between the idea of going and in, 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 in ending Talpia. He also doesn't want to kill this guy, so he's little a he's little between, you know, do I go lethal or not lethal? He just, he's about to hit him and quips. Is like, oh, wait, no, don't want to kill this guy. And then has to adjust himself on his a second attack.
0: That, in addition to this guy, is way stronger than you expected him to be. Like, he what he lacks in skill, he makes up in brawniness. You are able to disarm him, his... Well, actually, let's make him make a strength save against that. He rolls a 10 strength save. You disarm him, but right as your sword is offline, he takes his free hand and slaps your sword out of your hand as well. You are both disarmed now, unarmed against each other. Mm. It's kind of awesome. We're going to get some arrows from the tower are going to rain down. This time at Sariel, do a 13 or an 11 hit you?
6: They do not. My armor class is 14.
0: With your glowy stick and yelling in the fog, they assumed you were the best target, but you're no fool. You maintain your movement and arrows land in the dirt around you, near your feet. Nice. The man in the bushes to the right of you also fires at you because you are the most obvious target, and Gij was previously closer to him, but now has moved to engage in someone else. So he's going to fire at Sariel again. The first one will miss, the second one is a 21 and will hit.
1: I would like to um,
0: react with protection. You're going to react with protection, so they're mm-hmm. going to roll again. Guige is going to catch that arrow on his shield. As he no longer has a sword, he's got a lot of shield to focus on in general. Yes. The farmer guy is going to not bother to try to pick up his weapon, he is going to try to grapple Guige. Guige, you are going to take four damage and find yourself on the ground with a heavy half elvish farmer on top of you who is attempting to pummel your face that may not be the first time Mm -hmm. oh he gets multi-attack never mind one more one more Mm. 19 beats your ac yes Mm, yes he is going to deal four more damage it is clear that this guy is not good at fist fighting but he's clearly been in a brawl or two so was eight damage Mm -hmm. eight damage total it is gray fox's turn again he puts his sickles behind his back and pulls out a intricately carved bow and strings it just without breaking stride, getting to the edge. And he aims at Sten saying, the orc is the most dangerous. Take him down. And he, no! No! he fires at you. So he's going to critically fail on the first one. <laughs> he's going to fire again, this time a 16. Yes, that is. I want you to make a deck save, DC 14. Oh, well,
5: I critically failed, so.
0: No. Oh, no! The first arrow hits Talpia. It nice. strikes her in the chest. She looks up. The arrow starts catching on fire as she glares at Grey Fox.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> he looks weirdly embarrassed, more so than you've ever seen him look before. And he says, I'll do it right this time. You can see him whispering to himself. He fires it, and the arrow hits you, Sten, dealing five damage, so three damage. But it springs to life. Vines spring forward from it, wrapping you up, and you are now paralyzed. Like full-on paralyzed or unable to move? Uh, Unable to move or attack. Oh, my. Your only action available to you is to try to free yourself. And... In this moment, you hit the ground, this writhing arrow sticking out of your shoulder as you look up at the melee above you with Dupe fighting this creature with now long gangly limbs ending in sharp knife-like claws in a vague, 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 vague vague body shape of a female. And we will wrap for the evening.
2: Yeah, we're
0: totally gonna die. With that, our heroes begin their tango with a fox and a tramp, but many questions still remain. Will Sario tell a gorilla fighter that his tribal tattoo means strongest cow? Can Sten call a timeout and take his mushrooms to a safe spot? Will Eden become death destroyer of worlds if Eve is hurt? When push comes to shove, will Galena get her boys back or her girls back? Will Dupe be able to achieve what is best in life? And will Giege avenge himself upon the woman who made him a cold-blooded murderer? Find out next time on Sometimes Heroes. Will Sario tell a gorilla fighter that his tribal tattoo means swiftest chicken, means naughty monkey, means inching worm?